Hello. I'm Adam. I'm Amira. And this is Left Alone. Because we know you don't want to be left alone with your thoughts. So let us do the thinking for you. So Amira, what <laughs> have you been thinking about? <laughs> Honestly, great opening question. <laughs> um, I, I think we just recently started watching Doctor Who. And mm-hmm. that's something that's been occupying my mind. So for context to the listeners, I am like a long-time Doctor Who fan. I started watching when I was like, I think 12 or 13. Um, And, you know, at the time, until I think I was like in my early 20s, I'm 25. um, It's like the best show ever. I still think that it's one of the best shows ever. And also for context uh, for the listeners, I have only ever watched four episodes of doctor who two of which were these two most recent specials but it's great yeah yeah Uh, uh, okay i think it's better to ask you how you find it okay because as a fan i think i just say like oh i love it yeah okay like david tennant's back um catherine tate is back like yeah i don't i okay yeah so let me just get straight into this all right doctor who the first like i know there have been like a lot of doctor who's like people like you know like james bond they have a lot of people who yeah the doctors yeah then there's a lot of people who played the doctor right yeah whenever i think of doctor who now it's always going to be david tennant he just fits he does he just fits the role so well don't you think yeah and like i really like catherine tate as donna Mm -hmm. and the platonic relationship that they have like that they're just friends who are just gallivanting through the universe the time and space yeah you know yeah i really like it and what do you and going back to the first question what do you think of the the special or should i answer that you can both answer it yeah i think you can go first you mentioned that you really like it yeah i really liked it it's very chaotic but i di- i didn't like the the end Oh, yeah, of the first episode. Yeah. I mean, I know... (laughs) I know know that, like, you know, it's important socially. Yeah. But it just felt so spoon-fed. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think um, I I enjoyed the whole episode right until the scene that you're thinking of. (laughs) Um, and we're not gonna name the scene, but it's I think the last maybe fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's we we were talking about it in the like while we were watching the first episode. That's like oh, it's so great that they're introducing, um, you know, like there was a character who was in a wheelchair, um, and uh, Donna's daughter is Rose who. Uh, I think the character in the show is trans and she's also played by a trans woman. And it's just, it was just great. I think, what was it, like 50, a 50 minute Yeah, it's, it's like, in terms and, of that, it's like great representation. Yeah, yeah. Like 30 minutes of it, we were just like, oh, it's so great that they're doing this and they're not like, like shoving it down our throats. Like yeah. it's not being spoon fed. Yeah. Like we get it. But then it's not like the whole, it, it yeah, it's just not made plainly 
like obvious yeah that like this show is about this yeah or this show's meaning is about this mm-hmm. but then we got to the end <laughs> and when it comes to the writing mm-hmm. at the end i just couldn't help but think like they really sh- they really couldn't have thought of any way better to end the show <laughs> other than that yeah like they they just made it too on the nose yeah i think a good show to recommend to you and to the listeners <laughs> yeah um for you know representation especially queer representation is heartstopper it's on netflix it's very good it has two seasons out it's based on a graphic novel by alice oseman is very very good it um explores like queer relationships and queer identity i really love that show it's is really great representation but moving on to episode two of doctor who mm-hmm. you know sorry small tangent there <laughs> get used to that <laughs> <laughs> but episode two that one was scary yes <laughs> <laughs> i don't do good with horror mm-hmm. or suspense yeah in both movies tvs and also life <laughs> i'm not I, i'm very easy to scare and so doctor who has this thing i've noticed it mm-hmm. you know because i watched two episodes of the matt smith one mm-hmm. uh, which you recommended yeah. to start with yeah um and then i've watched um david tennant's special mm-hmm. doctor who has this um vibe or this identity around it where they're really good at creating suspense mm-hmm. and what i've noticed is that d- even though the doctor knows everything or knows a lot of things mm-hmm. he doesn't know anything yeah but in this second episode i was i was i just kept saying like no no stay <laughs> Like, oh, if I was him, I'd have stayed there. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't have gone out there. <laughs> and then, like, um, w- when it gets to the scariest parts, like, all, you know, the nervous parts or mm-hmm. the suspenseful parts, are, like, I'd just be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> or you sort of, like, jump every few seconds. Yeah. Yeah, that happens <laughs> yeah. a lot. Well, well, according to you, mm-hmm. I-, I don't know, but then according to you, um you you mentioned that this second episode was more like what doctor who is in terms yeah. of how it's how it was written yeah the type of storyline mm-hmm. how it was shot you know because you did mention in episode 1 that there was a lot of like shooting a lot of action yeah which is not really something that doctor who is like you know it's not really something that they kind of delve into yeah into uh, into their uh directing or however they showcase the story yeah but then the second one was more mm-hmm. more to it i think the second episode reminded me more in terms of the writing and in terms of like set design Maybe it's just because, you know, like it's 2023 and technology has advanced. But it really reminded me of the Matt Smith era. So the 11th Doctor. Um, Even in terms of the writing, it felt more uh, whimsical, more like adventure-like compared to um, Ten's run. Where uh, like his character felt 
more serious like he has his like jolly moments where he's just like having fun and like he realizes the danger but he's just like okay it's okay like we'll figure it out type type situation but david tennant's run as the 10th doctor he was more serious i think his the writing in the seasons that he he was the 10th doctor was more serious compared to the specials oh to compared to the specials yeah so the second episode felt more like the matt smith seasons where it's like they're just kind of having fun especially in in terms of like set design and like the quirkiness of the episode um it felt kind of reminiscent of the matt smith era but this this second episode was like despite being on the edge of my seat Mm -hmm. out of no actually the furthest back Mm -hmm. on my seat (laughs) that i can possibly go it is still like it was so fun to watch Mm -hmm. and what i enjoyed about it was that it was just two of them yeah it was just both of them and then you know another two people Mm -hmm. i don't want to give any spoilers do we no, I no. don't think so. But then that one is is just the story. It just felt so like a good indicator for me mm-hmm. is like when I watch a movie, if I don't check the time, that means I enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. For this, I didn't check the time at all, mm-hmm. and I just I didn't want the episode to end. <laughs> Honestly, this was it was so fun to watch because it had humor, it had mystery, yeah, like a running mystery throughout it, of like why is this place like this Mm -hmm. you know and then why are the villains like that yeah you know what is their what is their motive Mm -hmm. and then it also got deep with like an introspective Mm -hmm. but also obviously it had its funny moments Mm -hmm. and its awkward moments too yeah like in the middle of everything Mm -hmm. and i feel like it was just so perfectly done and it was so engaging throughout for many many different reasons i think there was a part of it the last what was it like 10 minutes when so this isn't exactly a spoiler but i just want to give adam some context where uh the doctor was in the tardis yeah and then he realized something right Mm. and then like it shot back to where they initially were and then there was like a really heartbreaking scene do you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 yeah. i just wanted to get your thoughts on it because i watched it as someone who really cared for those characters for uh donna and the doctor and cared for their friendship and you know to see them being put in like that kind of situation was like very very sad for me and very nerve-wracking for me so I just wanted to see like what you thought as someone who, you know, just got to know the characters for like two episodes. Mm, yeah. Okay, now I'm getting nervous. Are, are we talking about the, are we thinking the <laughs> same scene? <laughs> Cuz Okay, is, I'm going to tell him the scene, but uh Adam's going to cut this in post. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're back. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes, I was thinking exactly the same thing. Okay, but you don't make it sound very convincing. <laughs> no, actually, I was thinking maybe like 
<laughs> like one minute before that. Oh, <laughs> but, okay. But yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm glad that we were at least in the same same part of it yeah. at least. <laughs> but I feel sad. You know, I feel like I like I know enough about Doctor Who that there's a doctor and a companion. Yeah. And so that there's a very tight bond. And seeing as that like they do have history, it just felt sad seeing the doctor having to make that choice and messing up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think that that did run through my mind as well, but like I I also take into account that they haven't seen each other for 15 years. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that could sort of play a part in it. I yeah. Think. But for you, what did you think about the episode as a whole? Um, I really liked it. You know, like you said, there's like a mist- a running mystery throughout it that was, you know, it felt like very... It, it's not just the eerie aspect to it that left you at the edge of your seat it's kind of the you want to get to the next scene because you want to know what what's going on just as much as the doctor just as much as donna i think the episode started off a bit slow but you know that there was like a build-up to it there was a reason why it's slow you'll find out in the episode why (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's very rare for me to watch a TV show and kind of have an episode. There's a mystery, there's a lot of moving parts, but then suddenly, nearing to the end, just everything clicks. Mm -hmm. And everything falls into place and everything makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like this is one of those episodes where everything makes sense. There are little, like, mini mysteries here and there that make you one, that make the viewer kind of, like, wonder. Like, oh, I wonder why that's like that. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's that big overarching mystery throughout the episode, you know? And then by and then by the time we get to that like what last ten minutes of the episode, then we're just like, ah, mm-hmm. ah, that's why, and that's why, and that's why, and that's why, you know? Yeah. I really like that episode. Really. I'm so glad. Did did the you know, I know we're still in the midst of watching the specials, but uh, is the specials convincing you to watch Doctor Who with me? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. If anything ca- came out of this podcast is that you guys just listened to a successful negotiation <laughs> by Emira. <laughs> it was all part of the plan. It was a long game. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's been very fun. It's been... I, I really feel like um there's that phrase where it's like your inner child is being healed i think some part of me seeing david tennant come back as a doctor is kind of healing my inner child because the way that he left this show was just really really sad and as happy as i was to have matt smith come on as the 11th doctor and he was he was great he you know like david tennant and matt smith are top two doctors for me it's just his his departure from the show was just really sad because i grew such an attachment to david tennant but seeing him come back and you know reprising his role was just really nice i mean you when you saw him in the opening credits you started crying yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> it's just it's just really nice. We were just lying down in bed watching it, and then I suddenly hear sniffling to my left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. You know, because obviously of the emotional connection, but mm-hmm. I was surprised at the speed of it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it living up to your expectations? Um, I don't think I had any expectations. Okay. Mm-hmm. My expectations were just like, oh, David Tennant's coming back. Catherine Tate's coming back. Let's I go. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was just like the, that was the main thing for me. But in terms it, of, but in terms of like, like that, you yeah. know, the expectations, the expectations of like, oh, they're, they're coming back. Yeah. Like, did, did did they live? Did they live up to the expectations of like continuing that 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 storyline of David Tennant's doctor and Donna, mm-hmm. and like continuing that relationship into this episode? Did you see any like did did it feel good to see them back on screen together? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think they mentioned it like a couple of times in the show. That, you know, they haven't seen each other for 15 years. And, like, us as viewers, we haven't seen them in 15 years. And it's just so nostalgic. It's, it, it, like I said, there weren't any expectations. Like, the writing could have been, like, in the depths of hell, you know? Like, it could have been so bad. (laughs) And I still would have cheered the second... David Tennant came on screen. I, you would have cheered. You still would have cheered the first time David Tennant said Alonzi. Oh, did I say that right? Yeah, Alonzi. Yeah. Alonzi. What yeah. does that mean? Uh, I think it means like let's go. Oh, okay. I, I'm not too sure actually. All right. It's just like one of his catchphrases that oh. he picked up in one of the episodes, and then I guess the writers really liked it. <laughs> let's so run they, with yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to explain it, really. But I think, like, maybe you have a similar viewpoint in terms of, like, your love of football. Like, you've been following football since you were, like, what, five? I have, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I feel like maybe a similar feeling would be if one of your favorite players, let's say Frank Lampard, came back. One of my my favorite players. Yeah, so... Let's say Frank Lampard came back to play for Chelsea. Uh huh. Just like one match, they're just like paying a tribute to him. Like, hey, you did so much for this club. Like, come back. I, I don't think this happens in football, but like, come back and play like just one match with us. It can be a friendly. It can be you know just, just like whatever it is, but it's televised and it's shown to everyone. I feel like maybe that would be a similar feeling. Yeah. That you yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, so wouldn't you agree that if hypothetically, right, if Frank Lampard came to Chelsea and, you know, he's retiring the next day mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, let's play one match just so you have this like last hurrah. I'd be on the next plane to the UK to watch <laughs> that in person. <laughs> but let's say he plays poorly. Like he's just like he's Who cares? Exactly. Yeah. Like his like his his what the you quality like, doesn't matter yes, exactly the quality that. doesn't matter it could be in the depths of hell <laughs> and yeah. you would still be like yes yeah it's just like it, even if he misplaces a pass even if he 
like misses a shot, even if he gets a yellow card, like commits a foul, I'd still be like, "You're doing great. <laughs> You're doing great, Super Frank. You're doing great, Lamps. Keep on going. Finish the ninety." <laughs> Exactly that. Yeah. I think that's like the best way that I can equate my feelings towards David Tennant and Catherine Tate coming back is just that, like that nostalgic feeling, you know, and that like pride that comes with like, oh, I watched you when I was so young and I had such a connection with you and now you're back. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that's Adam's why... Adam's getting a little teary-eyed too now. <laughs> <laughs> Just at the thought. <laughs> no, but oh yeah, so... Sorry, like, I guess that's why people are always wanting or calling for, like, reunion episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, remember when Friends... Yeah. Like, did their reunion episode? Yeah. And we just, every, the whole world mm-hmm. was just, oh my god. Yeah. They're doing a reunion episode. <laughs> they the band's getting back together. Rest in peace, Matthew Rest in Perry. peace, Matthew Perry. The best one. Yeah, the best friend. The best friend. Yeah. I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? No, the Friends reunion. Really? Yeah, because um, I thought they were going to do like an episode. I thought it was going to be like a Oh, like you a thought special. they were going to act. Yeah, but it was just like um, like an interview style format. Yeah, it was like and, a kind of like a forum <laughs> yeah, in a way. Yeah, and like... As fun as it is to watch them come back and like talk about the show, like I've seen the show, so yeah, I don't know if I want to hear them talk. Oh my about god, it. you haven't watched it? No, I haven't. Oh, we also, should watch that. I think a big part of it. I I don't know if this is like a hot take or probably not. Seeing how the internet reacts to it, but uh-huh. like, um, I found out that James Corden was is that. His name? <laughs> James Corden. Yeah. Yeah. I know where you're going yeah. with this. Um, he was like the the host of it. <laughs> and like, I can't stand him. You, you know, the thing is, right? I don't understand the hate that that man gets. Honestly. What is it? Um, There's like a number of things. Um, I think at first people just found him a little uh, annoying. Why? I never found him annoying. Um, I don't know. I I never I, found him like, like fun or like you know like you know like engaging or anything. Yeah. Like like he's good at talk shows. He's not really that good at talk shows yeah. for me. But like I never found him annoying. But yeah. then apparently the rest of the world does. Yeah, but um, then later, um, uh, sorry. Like I do agree. Like I never really found him annoying. I did found find him like a little. You know that feeling when you're like watching a talk show and like the host isn't letting the the uh, guest speak? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he did that a lot where it's like I'm sorry James, we're not here to watch you. But then we're he, here to watch the guests. He, he's not on he's not on the level of Jimmy Fallon though, huh? Yeah. Jimmy yeah. Fallon is like Oh, we're going into all the hot takes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think what really happened was this was after the friends reunion but a lot of people that worked with him came out to say that he is a bully like on set oh really yeah like he's um i guess a diva and i don't know to me i feel like it did show 
in the in his show that he hmm. he does kind of have the persona of a diva. Oh, I had I had no idea. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, but well, he's I not he's not doing talk shows anymore though. Yeah. So. A lot of these talk show hosts now like a lot of getting outed huh yeah yeah which is like it's good for the public to know because like a lot of talk show hosts are beloved yeah but what is it about (laughs) or beloved i i never know how to (laughs) sorry (laughs) i had that thought i hear it because i've only read that word yeah right and it's one of those things where I watched something uh-huh. and they would say beloved and it just doesn't sound right to me. I feel like... Well, how do you pronounce it? Beloved. Beloved. Yeah. I don't know, actually. But I, then... I know both. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. No, yeah. no. Like, I know both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's not what I meant, yeah. though. But then, like... But... I, like, I don't know if it's, like... Is it, like, a pronunciation thing? Or, or maybe it's, it, like, like a, a context meaning? thing. Because... Sorry, this is gonna take a dark turn, uh-huh. or like maybe. Oh, okay, no, it's not a dark turn. What? Sorry, no, no, no. Sorry, no, I, I want to hear that. <laughs> no, so you know the phrase like "dearly beloved." Yeah. Right. Like, sorry, I thought that was like when people say it in funerals, but it was actually like for weddings. Okay. Like you know, how, like in movies they yeah. say like, "Oh, dearly beloved." Yeah. Dearly beloved. So, I wonder if it's just like the sentence that you're saying. Or am I just saying it wrong? <laughs> I feel like this is an easily Googleable question. Yeah, but where's the fun in that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's make it, let let's see. Dearly beloved. Have you ever heard dearly beloved? No, right? No. But you do hear people say like, oh, he was so beloved. That's true. So Huh. So <laughs> <laughs> okay so i don't know we, we don't have an answer yeah yeah i think that's what yeah. it comes down to yeah i i will get around to watching it i think um i don't know how well i'd be able to watch it now that matthew perry has passed because he was my favorite friend yeah um, and he was, you know, he was just such a great actor, I think. Um, and, you know, uh, like, I feel that, sorry, we're going into a different topic now, but when we found out that Matthew Perry passed, it was, uh, funnily enough, the day after my bachelorette party. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was. Or, like, the morning after. The morning after, yeah. yeah. I called you. Yeah. And we said hello and, like, how'd you sleep? And, you know, just like a... Just like a... Like no, a catch-up. Catch-up, yeah, because we hadn't really talked the night before. And I guess you were scrolling through Twitter? No, I got it in, in my uh, work group. Oh, okay. Yeah, a colleague of mine <laughs> sent sent a screenshot Mm -hmm. saying that he had passed and i was just like huh yeah imagine that being the first thing you wake up to yeah and then like i think maybe like 10 minutes later you called me Mm -hmm. he said oh yeah okay how's your night you didn't call me immediately 
No, like I was half asleep. I can't I, believe this. What do you mean? Matthew Perry passed away and you didn't call me. I had to verify if it was true whilst being half asleep. I can't believe this. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about this later. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but yeah, it was really kind of like a where were you yeah. moment. Yeah. You know? Like you a, were apparently half asleep and sat with it for 10 minutes oh, until I called oh, you. Oh, started, okay. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> it was like that, huh? Yeah. Like, it was like Princess Diana. Yeah. It was no, like okay. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. What I wanted to say was that I haven't ever had, like, a celebrity death that hit me as hard as Matthew Perry's death. Oh, like I've that was that was the first time that I heard of a celebrity's passing where I genuinely felt so sad. Like I think I cried like Yeah, you cried you know, for a second, yeah. Yeah. And, and then you then, started running around like your Airbnb. Yeah, telling everyone. Telling everyone. Yeah. And then everyone's like Huh? Yeah. But, yeah, because I don't know. Like yeah. again, it's that thing where um, you have such a connection with the character, and I know that you know Matthew Perry isn't. He's Chandler. more than the character. Yeah, but like, he made such an impact. And I watched Friends much earlier than I watched Doctor Who. Yeah. So I had a longer connection, or you know, a, a longer friendship, you know, mm. with with the Friends cast. Yeah. Um. So, like, him passing was one of the first times, or actually the very first time, where I heard of a celebrity death, and I was just, like, it was just, like, such a, like, gut-wrenching moment. Is that the right word? Yeah. Or, like, it was just, it was just really, really sad to me, and yeah. I think I was, like, really sad for, like, a week after it happened, like, there were so many posts that came out about him that, you know, he was such a great guy and he did so much for um helping people to get sober and you know all of these things that he didn't necessarily like publicize yeah and things that he weren't like he he wasn't quote-unquote famous for but he did just out of you know like his personal experience with getting sober and his experience um, with, you know, depression and all of these things he talked about in his book that I will get to at some point mm-hmm. um, when I'm not sad about his death anymore, that I'm just like, wow, you know, like he was so much more than this one thing that everyone remembers him for. And even though that one thing that he did made such an impact on so many people, like billions of people, it's still so wonderful that even after his death, I was still able to learn something new and something like good about him outside of what he was known for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Before Mm -hmm. you start, I just wanted to know what age were you when you first started watching Friends? When I first started watching Friends, um, 
2001, so I was five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't understand most of the jokes, mm-hmm. but I found it funny enough. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. Growing up, my my favorite character was Joey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I like food. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started watching when I was seven. And my parents used to get really mad at me because, like, it's not a show for kids. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have a thing about that with my parents. Yeah. My parents let us watch. So, uh, so I grew up in the UK. Mm-hmm. And in the UK, they had this thing where um, at six o'clock, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. they would play The Simpsons mm-hmm. for half an hour. Mm-hmm. And then the 6.30 to 7, it would be Malcolm in the Middle. Mm-hmm. And we loved Malcolm in the Middle. Me and my mm-hmm. my uh, brother, we, would, we loved Malcolm in the Middle. Mm-hmm. But we would have to watch in secret. Mm-hmm. Because my, my parents would say, you can watch Simpsons, but the second it ends, you cannot watch Malcolm in the Middle. Mm-hmm. Because they thought that it would be a bad influence of, on us. Because it's about these three brothers who just got into a lot of trouble doing random stuff without thinking. Mm-hmm. Or four brothers, sorry. Yeah. yeah, and so it would be like a bad influence on us, and so like which is true. Yeah, but then they let us watch Friends. Yeah, and The Simpsons. And The Simpsons. The Simpsons isn't very good. Yeah, influence my parents let let me watch. Um, maybe they thought it was fine because it was a cartoon. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but then my parents also didn't let us watch, um, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh. Because they said, <laughs> I quote mm-hmm. my mom saying this, she said. No, you can't watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie because they're dumb, and I don't want you to be dumb. <laughs> Honestly, that's so valid. <laughs> you know, and I thank her to this day. <laughs> you could have turned out dumb. <laughs> I could have turned out dumb, like Eddie. Yeah. Is Eddie the dumbest? I didn't watch it enough. Um, which one is Ed? Which one is Ed? And which one is Eddie? Uh, I think Eddie might be the dumbest. Eddie's that tall one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't really watch it either. I, it wasn't really my thing. What was your like favorite Ooh, sh- cartoon to growing up? That's a tough one. Um, I had a lot. I think. Um, I really liked. I think the first one that comes to mind is Codename Kids Next Door. Ooh, okay. That one was really fun. Um, there was one about like robot monkeys. I don't know huh. if you know this one, but it's just like I I don't remember why I liked it so much. But there were like there were like four monkeys I think that were they were robots and they were all different colors and they had like different like attributes to them. Um, uh, it does ring a bell, but it yeah feels like a fever dream. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I don't re- I don't even remember what it's about. You just remember that there were four yeah. robot monkeys. Yeah, I don't even know why I liked it so much. So I guess it's not one of my favorites, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I watched it a lot. <laughs> you just watched it because there was nothing on. <laughs> I also really liked Kim Possible. Oh, I loved yeah. Kim Possible. I loved it. Oh, the last, that last, like, the telly movie was <laughs> is one of my favorite like core memory uh-huh. of Disney <laughs> is that like Ron, he did it. Yeah, Kim, she accepted him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Kim Possible was a good shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, there are so many others. Uh, what's some of yours? Mm, uh, I really liked Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Fairly yeah. Odd Parents was fun. I feel like that's another one where like parents shouldn't let their kids watch. Really? Yeah, because like Timmy gets into all sorts of like hijinks and you know he doesn't really listen to his parents and. Well, his parents don't really talk to him. Yeah. Like, you know, but then also. The thing about Fairly Odd Parents is that, like, at the end of it, it's like, "Hey, Timmy, you messed up." Yeah. So don't do that again. Yeah. I hope you learn your lesson, which is this, by the yeah. way. Another one would be. Oof. Oh, I I just like unlocked a memory. Uh huh. I don't know if you know this this cartoon. I don't even know which channel it was on. Okay. But it's like. This goth girl, um, she has like pigtails, and then she lives with like a family of bugs. You're making up a show no, on the spot, aren't I'm you? I'm not. <laughs> she goes to school, and everyone thinks that she's weird. And she goes home, and like her parents are like spiders or something. Huh? Do you know this? No. It's so cool. What? What? You don't know what channel it was on? No, wait. I'm gonna quickly Google it. No, can... we do not Google it. No, we do we, not we Google on this podcast. <laughs> no, I can't even. I won't be able to figure out the title of the show. It's like creepy, crawly. You know, something like that. I don't know. I I I honestly have no creepy Caitlin. You know. It's, I don't think that's the title of the show. <laughs> that sounds like a headline of a, like a celebrity called Caitlyn caught in a scandal. <laughs> Creepy Caitlyn at it again, you know? Yeah, I, I can't remember, but yeah, mm. that was a good show. Yeah. Another one, like, it's not a cartoon, but, you know, uh, um, problematic now mm-hmm. with one of the actors, obviously, but Drake and Josh was good oh yeah yeah which of the actors are problematic though isn't it drake oh drake, yeah drake bell yeah yeah it's not drake bell anymore oh really it's like drake something he changed it to like a like a spanish sounding name i think huh yeah you can't google it though oh it's okay <laughs> it's all right i'll take your word for it <laughs> <laughs> um, another one is Keenan and oh, Kel. You, you want to know so bad? Uh, <laughs> Don't even pretend. Uh, uh, moving on, we. Uh, I really liked. Uh, <laughs> I really liked Keenan and Kel. Yeah, I really liked Keenan. Uh, Keenan and Kel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's I like. I didn't watch much of that. Yeah, I think it was. It was. It was like late nineties. Uh, Nickelodeon. So, I don't think it was your age group. Yeah. And I think I just made it in mm-hmm. because of my brother who watched it a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I watched some of the shows that were in that era, like, um, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was another one, like, the Amanda Bynes show. What was it called? The Amanda Show? Amanda Show. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So that was, like, I think the same sort of era. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I just never got into... Um, like yeah 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 sorry another like cartoon show that i just remembered Uh uh-huh do you know that one show where there's like these two guys working at like a burger shop and it's like claymation style and they look super like dopey 
Yes. I can't remember what, what it's about. What is that? I don't even know what it's about. But like I remember watching it like a yeah. lot. Yeah, what show is that? Oh my god. <laughs> that unlocked a memory, but right? it's very blurred. Do you, do you know what it's about? No. Same. I remember watching it though. Me too. Were there words? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. It was I think it was like one of those like you know like Nickelodeon and and Disney Channel. They mm-hmm. they used to have like these like in between shows. Oh, yeah, they would yeah, have like, like five these 5 minute yeah. shows. That was one of them. Yeah. And there would just be like a mini thing mm-hmm. like mess up. Oh, 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 I messed up. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah and then like oh, you dumb. Oh. And yeah. then like they fix it and then that's the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It was like one of them had like blonde hair. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh, and then there's a, like much younger. Mm-hmm. Uh Bing and Bong. I don't know this. Huh? Is this like Bing a, and Bong? Is this like a UK thing? No, 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 no. It was on uh what was it on? Nickelodeon. It must have been on either Nickelodeon. Oh, oh, is it the like the fluffy? Yeah, the space guys. Oh my gosh! Bing and bong. I Bing love and bong. that. Yeah. The the like the little guy, bong. I'm assuming. I guess or so. Bing? I, they never introduced themselves. Yeah. We just took the, it. Yeah. Took it to mean their names. Yeah. Um, the little guy always wanted him as a pet. <laughs> Wait, what? You want always wanted. Bing bo- or bong. Bing or bong. Yeah. Smaller guy. Yeah. As. Your pet? Yeah. Why? I don't know. He's just so cute. <laughs> he was. Right? Yeah. And he was so like mischievous. He was just like a little baby, you know? Wouldn't yeah. it be so cute if like I went to school and be like, oh yeah, I have a bong. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, no. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait, no. No. I... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I don't think... <laughs> That is not what I meant. Is this your way of telling me? No. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So (laughs) I met the little the little guy. The little guy. In In Bing and Bong. In Bing and Bong. Whether his name is Bing or Bong. I don't even know if that show is like if that's the title of the show. Yeah, I don't but know. But I just remember that being the theme song. Yeah. Speaking of shows where like characters don't talk. Uh-huh. Pingu? Pingu. Yeah. Mm. I liked it as a kid. Yeah. But growing up, I found it really boring. Mm. And then I know what your your next question is going to be. Uh-huh. Why were you so watching it when you were growing <laughs> up? <laughs> no, I was I already don't know why. <laughs> I was already thinking of the next show, which was, which was I can't remember the title of the show, um, which is a running theme in this conversation. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there's this show where this character, super cute character, and he's wearing blue. He has like a blue cap and like a blue, uh, like suit. I guess I don't really know what it is, but it's like a jumpsuit. And then there's like a big like elef- pink elephant type creature. And he has like a bunch of friends. They don't talk like ever. I think this is for like preschoolers. Do you hmm. know what I'm talking about? It's a pink elephant. And, well, the main character is like, is this cute little guy with like, he wears all blue. 
again, it just it, again is a vague recollection. Mm-hmm. Like just like yeah, I I kind of remember. Yeah, but I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can revisit like childhood, uh, cartoons or like childhood stuff at a later time or like at a later episode. <laughs> yeah, because, because there's so much. <laughs> also, maybe it'll give us some time to kind of like remember. Remember, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember the names. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Before we move on to the next topic, mm-hmm. I just want to know your top three, like cartoons that you like absolutely did not like watching Ooh. as a kid. I know my first two. I can't think of a third one, so I don't know why I did top three. <laughs> okay, um, did not like watching. Yeah, you know, to be honest, it was such an iconic period. Mm-hmm. For this channel, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of shows on Cartoon Network that I just didn't really enjoy as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of like one of the few that I did enjoy was like Johnny Bravo. Oh yeah, that was Johnny good. Bravo was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. you know. But then like, uh, oh, I'm not even sure if this was on Cartoon Network now. But mm-hmm. uh, Courage. Oh yeah, that was one of mine. Yeah, I I I just Courage the Cowardly Dog. Like, I, I couldn't see the vision. Yeah. You know, as a kid, I I, didn't I just understand. found it really scary. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I I I wasn't scared. It was so scary. I, like it's like this purple dog and like these two creepy old people in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and then there's always monsters, always. Yeah. And it true. like really plays into like your anxiety because courage is a is cowardly. Yeah. Ang- anxious. Yeah, but okay. To be fair though, courage, as a name for a cowardly dog. That's great. It's great writing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So that was one of yours. Yeah. And one of mine as well. Yeah. And another one of mine, I just really want to tell you, mm-hmm, is tell Rugrats. Me. What? Yeah. The, the babies what? were so creepy. What? Yeah. I love Rugrats. No, I couldn't. Like, I... What? Okay, sorry. I don't hate Rugrats. I still watched it when it was on. But I just found everything so creepy. Oh, my God. But I remember as a kid, or, like, as a baby, I don't remember, like, as a toddler, I guess, I had the biggest crush on... What's his name? Chunky. Chucky? (laughs) Chucky. Yeah. Chucky, Chucky. Chucky, Chucky, right? Yeah. Named after the creepy doll. Uh, yeah. Or the creepy doll was, was named, named after, after him. him. Yeah. 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 But aside from that, I found like, I guess like the show had its wholesome moments. But like to me, like the the two twin babies. Oh, yeah. You've mentioned this to yeah, me actually. Really freaked me out. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like one of the twin babies, like the boy twin baby, like his voice was really deep for a baby. He was like, what, one or two? And he was like a chain smoker. Yeah. (laughs) Why? I guess like they needed to differentiate like, oh, this is a girl. This is a boy. But like, no, don't do that. Like, that's so creepy. (laughs) A baby shouldn't sound like that. No offense to all babies who sound like that. Rugrats was so good. I remember watching the telemovies too. Like the, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh. yeah. I watched that too. 
Oh, oh I just remembered another epi- another TV show. Mm-hmm. I just remembered another TV mm-hmm. show that was like I really enjoyed. Yeah, I think I know which one. Uh, <laughs> what was that? That was my I, okay, now I realize it was a really bad impression of the wild thornberries. Yeah. Okay, that was the show I was thinking of. But then when you made that sound, it became so unclear to me. What? I was trying to give you a clue. I should have just said the name. <laughs> Adam controls posts, though, so he could just edit that out. <laughs> we'll see. Back to Rugrats, though. Yeah. Rugrats, for me, that's... Like, I had the videos, mm-hmm. like, VCR, and watched them, like, religiously. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. And then when they had that crossover with the Wild mm-hmm. Thornberries, it was, like, amazing. Oh, yeah, I watched that, too. You that know? was good. Yeah. Oh, when they also, went to uh, what was it what was it Tokyo yeah. in another movie? Oh, I only that remember the one where they went into like the jungle or something. Ah, that's with the wild thorn yeah. and they got lost at sea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was fun. Yeah. Anyway. Uh-huh. Um enough with I think childhood memories. We have loads of time to talk about that. We have like 27 and 25 years worth of memories to talk about. To divulge in. Yeah. Let's talk about recent stuff. What's been going on with you? What's new? Anything exciting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adam's I've been, been waiting ho- for yeah. you to ask me this. He's like literally kicking his feet <laughs> in the air right now. Like, I... He's been holding this card the entire <laughs> podcast. Well, dear wife mm-hmm. and dear listeners, mm-hmm. I, over the weekend had the pleasure of meeting and spending time with former Birmingham, Aston Villa and Wigan manager amongst many other clubs. There's a club named Wigan? Yeah, Wigan Athletic. Ooh. Yeah. And also uh, uh, before becoming manager, a former Manchester United captain. Sorry, I thought of a joke before you continue. I can't believe that there's a club named Wigan I'm Wigan out right now (laughs) (laughs) worth the interruption (laughs) sorry about that it's okay okay he was a former United Manchester United captain Mm -hmm. I'm not a Manchester United fan Mm -hmm. I'm a Chelsea fan yeah but football is football and also he he won three times you know the Premier League Mm-hmm. Mr. Steve Roger Bruce. Mm-hmm. Steve Mr. Bruce. Mr. Three First Names. Mr. Three First Names himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite surreal mm-hmm. meeting him. What's he like? He's very nice. Mm-hmm. He's a granddad. He's just he's just a granddad. <laughs> he's a grandpa. Honestly. That's so nice. So like I I met him due to work. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I had to go pick him up. Yeah. At the hotel. And so Okay, wait. Yeah. Um maybe give people a bit of context. So Adam works in football. Yeah. So I work in uh, broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah, in sports broadcasting. Yeah. And um So uh Steve Bruce came 
to KL. Yeah. Uh, to do like a show. Yeah. And Adam was in charge in uh, picking him up from the airport and yeah. bringing him to the hotel. You didn't yeah. just randomly pick him up. No, from the hotel. no. Yeah, I didn't yeah. just randomly <laughs> like, hey, get into my car. You know? <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, we were on the way to KLIA. I didn't, like, in that, in like, on the way there, I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Picking up Steve Bruce. All right. Cool. But when I arrived and waiting for him at arrivals, and then finally, like, seeing him come through the gate. And I'm just like, oh, my God. That's Steve Bruce. I think we've talked about this before, but you've met, like, quite a few fo- footballers since you started working yeah. um, at your current job. Yeah. Um, and you've mentioned that you haven't felt starstruck with yeah. any of the footballers that you've met. Yeah. So I, I, I wouldn't say that I was starstruck uh-huh. with Steve Bruce. Mm-hmm. But I would say it's very surreal. Mm-hmm. Like on this, like I feel like amongst the former players and managers you know, mm-hmm. that I've met in my time at my current like job, mm-hmm. um, we're trying really hard not to say the place <laughs> that you work. Yeah. <laughs> but in a t- in 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 terms of surreal mm-hmm. level, mm-hmm. you know. Steve Bruce is up there, mm-hmm. you know, because like I've met Aaron Lennon, mm-hmm. and that Which was surreal. Such a great name. Such a great name. I've met Aaron Lennon. I've met Bakary San. This is like for the football fans. You'll if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to explain because, like in football, there's like these players that have like that you build a certain yeah. connection to. Yeah. That not really, not everyone does. Mm-hmm. So everyone has their own favorites, even though they're not like yeah. they're not. They may not be like the Cristiano Ronaldo's or mm-hmm. the Lionel Messi's, mm-hmm. but there's just like cult heroes. That's what yeah. they call them, you know, in football. And so like Aaron Lennon, you know, was great, great guy, mm-hmm. super humble. Um, Bakri Sanya is also up there. Is like really nice, you know. Mm-hmm. He played for Arsenal, which I, you know, I do not like Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Let me just make that clear in the first episode. Mm-hmm. But we've lost a few viewers because of that. Good riddance. Or but a few <laughs> listeners. But um, Bakri Sanya is a great guy. And then, but then Steve Bruce is there too, mm-hmm. in that level of like, wow, it's Steve Bruce. Because, like, for me, one of my first f- footballing memories was. Watching Birmingham play in the Premier League. And so I had no idea that he played for Manchester United. I had no idea that he was a former player. Back then, in, in like when I was like five or six, I just thought people just became managers. I didn't know mm. that they were like former players sometimes that became managers. I, I didn't know that either yeah. until we started dating. Yeah. I yeah. just thought like, oh, they went to like manager, manager school. school. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, like, I didn't know that he was, like, a former United captain, won three Premier League titles for United and stuff like that. I just knew him as the Birmingham City manager, which was not prestigious, which was not glamorous. But he was a manager in the Premier League and he had the same color as my favorite team, which was Chelsea, which was blue. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it was, like, I think a few years later, Jose Mourinho came in. He's, like, an iconic manager who came and managed Chelsea, brought success to that club. And I just remember Chelsea versus Birmingham mm-hmm. and seeing Steve Bruce in the dugout just managing him. And then, like, 
flash forward like 20 years later and i'm sitting in a car next to him bringing him <laughs> back from klia to bring him to his hotel and just sitting next to him at the back mm-hmm. talking to him about football mm-hmm. and talking to him about like and he's asking me about malaysia mm-hmm. about the malaysian uh, football scene mm-hmm. and and it's just like is this really happening like <laughs> this is so weird yeah like surreal yeah yeah surreal it was crazy I had a dinner with him, mm-hmm. you know, not just me and him, Yeah, you know, because if it was like that, I wouldn't have known what to talk about, <laughs> but it was a team dinner mm-hmm. and then he was there and it's just like, even that, I, off- I, I, got, I, I got lost at times during that dinner. <laughs> I was at the end of the table and he was like mm-hmm. in the middle, like discussions with, with my, with my, colleagues. The, my colleagues and, um, we're still trying really hard not to say where you work. <laughs> and then <laughs> undisclosed location. And then he uh like I'll just like like just get lost and just like look at him. Mm-hmm. Is it like a is this really happening? Sort yeah. Of? Yeah. Like how did I end up here? Mm-hmm. How did I end up at a table sharing it with sharing like having a dinner? Mm-hmm. With Steve Bruce. <laughs> and he's just right over there. I, I wish I got that photo. But it's okay. It's better that he has it. Mm-hmm. So that he remembers me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Really crazy. Really crazy. That's so nice. Yeah. Okay. I think we can leave it there for this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we thought a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. So now I guess we'll leave you to your thoughts. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, guys. All right. See you next episode. Bye.